0: Cat Show, a place where friends geek out over the nerdy things we love, sometimes with cats. I'm your host, Stephanie Katz. With us tonight, Ziac, Hello. Peter. Hi. And Tom.
1: Heyo.
0: Uh, um, We got another episode of The Book of Boba Fett. Tom, are you caught up?
1: No. <laughs> no. Excellent. I work a lot.
2: It's okay. You didn't miss an episode of The Book of Bo- Boba Fett. You just missed the first episode of the next season of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, it was a, it was a it was a very Mando-centric episode. It actually was kind of neat.
0: So, I'm not I don't I don't know how I feel about I it. Like it. It's not Okay, it's not that it was a bad episode. Like I I definitely enjoyed it. Just I don't know how appropriate it was. Cause this is supposed to be the book of Boba Fett. Isn't this only a six? Is this only? Isn't this only six episodes? Does anyone know? I
3: think so. Hold on.
2: Well, yeah, but guess what? When the fucking Mandalorian shows up with his full arsenal and a brand new ship, he's gonna fuck up the Pike Syndicate. So they only need one episode to just murder them all.
3: Yeah, so yeah, it, it is just a six-episode thing. And it makes sense that Bobo would go to Din for help with this.
0: I'm not upset that he went to Din for help. I'm just...
3: You just want to see more of him playing with the Rancor?
0: It's... So the way they, they set it up is you have this whole... The, the entire episode was all about Mando, and basically it's fast-forwarded from them... From Luke picking up Grogu, and it is fast-forwarded now to he has the Darksaber, he's in some random town, and he's fucking some people up, right? Yeah. Um And he ends up finding the, what is it, the last three? Culvert. Three people left in the culvert, um, one of them being the armorer, and... Um, one of them
3: also being him. <laughs>
0: No, I thought he said there were two. I thought they said th- two or three. There are
3: three of us now after they found Din.
0: Oh, whatever. Yeah. So, um. So he, the exact line is
3: there's three of us now, we'll put you to work soon. So, the,
0: the point is that so it, it went through all of this him finding that, um. Th- uh. Uh. Vis. Vis. Whatever his name is, getting upset that Din has the darksaber, them. Vizla Visla going through a whole duel, and. You go through the whole episode and it's not until the last one minute of the episode that uh Shenik Fang shows up to be like, Oh, we wanna hire you to come help us, and Din's like, Oh, it's on the house, but first I have to go take care of something, referring to he he wants to go find Grogu.
3: Visit so, Grogu.
0: Huh, vis- he seems
3: to know where Grogu is.
0: Yeah, he wants to visit Grogu visit Grogu, find Grogu, whatever. So the point is, so then why why did we go through this whole episode, like what is 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 episode six just gonna pick up after Din has gone and found Grogu, and then is it all gonna be like what, like just the setup was really weird and it didn't make any sense to me.
1: What What the the fuck did I forget? Why you're
3: there? They were explaining why Din would be helping out Boba Fett. We didn't really know what the hell was going on with him at the end of Mandalorian Season 2 after Grogu was taken away. As far as we knew, he was suddenly the Mandalorian Chosen One, destined to be the next Mandalore. Which so, he still kind yeah. of seems to be, but it's no longer like a set thing. So like, here's an explanation of how he got a ship, because the Crest got fucked.
2: And, and it was giving you all uh, the quick stuff, so that they can just dive yeah. right into it when we actually get back to the Mandalorian. Exactly.
3: Too. I would expect the next episode to be a brief explanation of what he needs to do and a lot of action. Right, but yeah. then
0: what? Where is then? Where is season three of Mandalorian picking up? Like, Who are knows? we going to find out? It'll
3: end- probably pick up. I doubt they're even going to show Grogu, like the visit to Grogu. They're most likely just going to pick up with him trying to go to Mandalore to get to the waters under the caves or whatever, and redeem himself.
0: Yeah, like they set his whole- plot
3: for season three in this episode.
2: And me, I'm sure we'll get some flashbacks to Grogu in in season yeah. three as well.
3: What I mean is, like, I don't think that they're going to show specifically the visit. I think they're just going to.
2: Actually, I think they will. the The first episode will probably start out him in oh, space so. going to the going to Mandalore, and then it'll flash back, just like they've been doing with the Back to Tanks with uh, Boba Fett, and it'll go like, "Oh, this is him dropping off his chainmail to a tiny little green bastard." Got it.
3: Got
2: it. It's Fair his bastard,
3: enough. though. His little team, the tiny green bastard. Yeah, I'm, I'm completely that lost. Still, will be an adolescent by the time that Din dies.
0: So, episode, uh, chapter five was basically all an episode about Mando and and really not about Boba Fett.
2: At all, yeah. He Finnick Shan shows up right at the end to go, hey, we need some help. You want to shoot some dudes? And he's like, yeah, sure. I'll shoot some dudes for free for you any day.
1: The fuck?
3: Well, for Boba, I, I don't think it was necessarily for Fennec. I think
2: he likes Fennec, too. Because
3: he, he kind of only confirmed that he would do it for free once he realized Boba was involved. When it was just her, he was like, "Who am I killing?" Like, and taking the money.
2: <laughs> oh, then, that is the, then he was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." Go,
0: for free. Go ahead,
2: Tom.
1: So you trying to kill Boba Fett. No, he's no. Trying- so
0: in, so at the end of episode four. The, Boba and Fennec have a conversation about how they need to build an army because the Pike syndicate Pikes. yeah, against the Pikes. And Fennec's like, you know, how much treasure do we have because money can buy manpower? Yeah. So then you jump into chapter five, which is basically what what we explain, you know, it's a, it's a Mando centric episode. And the last minute of the episode is, um, Shennec at the Finnick, at um that lady's, the lady that he that Mando always goes to to fix his ship on Mos Eisley. I forget
2: her name, but she's played by Amy Sedaris. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Finnick showing up there and being like, uh, basically like, hey, I got I got a job for you. And he's like, what is it? And Phoenix like, um, Boba Fett needs some help. And he's like, okay, it's on the house, but I have to go do something first. Um, referring to the fact that he, before the duel with uh, between him and Visla, he asked the Armorer to um, melt yep. down the Beskar spear and make something for Grogu, which we didn't see what it is, but we're assuming it's kind of like, Tiny little chainmail.
3: It's more likely a necklace with the emblem on it. So, like, like
0: so there's, yeah. So there's, and basically, so there's two quests that Mando has set up right now. The first quest is he wants to go visit Grogu and give him this gift, and the second quest is after, like, after um, the like at the end of the duel, the armor like breaks them up and is like, Visla, have you? Ever removed your helmet or had your helmet removed from you? And he goes, No. And she goes, This is the way. And then she turns, you know, goes to Din. Have you ever removed your helmet or had it removed from you? And he stays silent. She repeats the question, he stays silent, and again, and they're like, basically, you've been dishonored and you are um expelled from the covert and he's like, you know, I'm sorry, how do I redeem myself? And they're like, the only way you can redeem yourself is to go to the Mines and go in the water under Mandalore or something, and they're like, but the mines were destroyed in the purge and, and all of this stuff. And they're like, well, that's the only way you can redeem yourself, so figure it the fuck out. So, we
3: let him keep the Darksaber. Sorry, continue.
0: Well, yeah, because he technically won the duel.
3: Yeah, but they no longer view him as Mandalorian.
2: Yeah, but he still won it in combat, so yeah, they yeah, get it from him cool. and it wasn't yeah. in combat.
3: Plus, it seems like the armor is a little. Seems to prefer the idea of Din having that and being the weird Mandalorian chosen one.
0: Yeah, so she, she, she kind of
2: likes
3: it.
0: So at the end yeah. of chapter five, it's unclear if he has—is it he's just going to do one of these quests? If he's doing both of these quests, or what it is he has to go do before he can come help Boba?
3: So, I, I didn't think it was super unclear because he says, "I'm gonna go see a little friend and then I'll be back."
0: Oh, is that what he says? Okay, yeah, he's, so he's, he's going like, to visit. I her. gotta
3: go see a little friend first.
2: Yeah, he's gonna go drop off the so money he got for him. but it still
0: back. it still poses the question: This is only a six episode series, so what's happening in series in season in episode six? And then, where does Mandalorian season three pick up?
3: Mandalorian season three will most likely pick up with him trying to go to Mandalore to redeem himself.
2: Yeah, so that's what we thought. But no, we agree. But yeah, no, it is a little weird, but yeah, he's just gonna go make a quick trip. I don't know. That's, I, don't was, really I guess I was content was like
3: for a bit, after like episode three, I was like, I'm a little bored, I kind of want something to actually happen in this fucking show. So having Din show up and fuck shit up immediately uh was a lot
2: of fun um i did like there was a nice bit of exposition with the armor um really explaining the difference between the bokatan mandalorians and their group of mandalorians that they really are death watch and they're like we were yeah. on the concordia moon that's how we survived the purge i'm like oh this is a lot of exposition but i'm yeah. actually really glad to have this information thank you very much for making it, it very actually
1: clear quite a bit, yeah.
2: precise and set out i enjoyed that part um yeah J- didn't fucking no stuff way. up with the with with both the when he had both the um spear the, and the dark, the dark saber dark going paper. on at the same yeah. time it was pretty fucking legit I mean he hurt himself but you know it's still legit
3: well yeah that that's presumably just a reference to the old shit where it's like if you're not a force user and you're trying to lose use a lightsaber you're gonna fuck up
2: <laughs> well yeah you have to still be in tune with the blade
0: yeah. yeah, in, like, the uh, the opening sequence, he's, like, trying to fuck someone up, and he totally burns the fuck out of his leg with it.
2: Oh, yeah, he messes himself up. But sure. I don't know, so the coolest part of that visually is that the, so he's, like, he's tracking down a bounty, and he comes outside. Well, but actually, I think that's the opening shot, isn't it? He's on yeah. a ring world, like a Larry Niven original 1950s ring world. that's
3: fucking- yeah. It's no, no, that, that every
2: other, that, hey, that every other ring-based space station is based off of is Larry Niven in Ringworld, and this definitely is more of a Ringworld, because it's even got the same, like, the blocks yeah, it's up got, there. like, layered and shit, yeah. It, and it's got the blocks that are actually, like, doing the day-night cycle, and it's, I don't think it's quite as big as a Larry Niven Ringworld, but it's still pretty big. I don't think it had three and a half trillion square miles of livable space.
3: Probably not, no. <laughs>
2: Because the Ring World is nuts. Yeah. this looked like it was more like a Dyson sphere that was just a ring.
3: By <laughs> the way, it was—I I did like that visual. Oh, no, it was awesome. It, my it was... mind immediately went to Halo rather than Ring World. So
1: did
0: well,
2: his. Well, no, like it definitely went to Halo four, but when, it, but I, like, as soon as I started looking at the the details, I'm like, well, yeah, it looks like Halo because Halo was ripping off Ring World. And, uh, but there was specific details on it. Like, like it said, it has like the giant blocks that are actually simulating the day-night cycle and doing stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, that's, they're definitely trying to go for a ring world thing. They're like, we want to do classic sci-fi, not great, not immediately great stuff that I also love. I love Halo. But yeah, they're definitely trying to do, bring it to the classics on that one. I loved it. It looked, it looked great. I'll give them that. And then the other cool thing was the N1 fucking Starfighter.
3: Oh, yeah. (laughs)
2: It's a classic. I don't know. I just love her trying to sell him a piece of junk. It's really what it is. She also is like, I think I can make this thing a little fun. But I do love that it looks like a hot rod. It's got, like, it's got the whole manifolds uh, sticking out of the front. It looks like it's got a carburetor on it. Right. It's absolutely ridiculous. And apparently hauls some ass. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that. How did he make the, like, the the jump to light speed? He didn't spool up his hyperdrive. He goes, no, man, those are his sublight engines. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently this trip to go see Grogu is going to be pretty quick.
3: Probably, yeah. I mean, that's it's going to have to be, I imagine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he's going to be able to make it uh, a pretty quick thing. I did like how it was basically all chromed out. I kind of want him to chrome it all out and really just make it look like his armor. Yeah, there I was don't... a
3: few little, like, Yellow bits There's left still a left. couple
2: of yellow bits left. I'm like, at least get it brown or like the bluish, weird color that you have in the back there. I don't know. Do something. Get rid of the yellow.
3: Well, that, it kind of makes sense design wise. You usually want to break up solid colors like that. So it, I, I think I do prefer having that. In the same way that the Ravens crest wasn't pure chrome, it had
2: marked colors. But, but that's what I'm saying. But they weren't yellow. They were all like brown, and they looked yeah. like they looked like his original armor before he got upgraded.
3: Yeah.
2: Before he before he found all got all that Beskar for some shady shit. Um,
3: yeah, kidnapping a child.
2: He, he gave it back. Well, no, he really didn't. He, he, he continued he to it kidnap to it. He kidnapped it harder, you're right. <laughs> yeah.
0: He doubled down
2: on the kidnapping.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: But I do also love that she, because uh, Jen uh, obviously hates uh, droids so much. I like that she took out the droid port and she's like. Yeah, we all know who this is gonna sit here. Yeah, we all know what this is for. Nobody no, else is gonna fit ever. in there. There <laughs> are any other children you're hanging out with in space. It's gonna be a little green dude sitting right here. All right. I hope she gave him like a turret gun or something. I just want him to be able. I just want to see Grogu in the back just shooting <laughs> people down.
0: And then, uh, and Han Solo, I believe, is supposed to show up next episode.
3: Han
2: Solo.
0: Han Solo.
3: It would be a little funny if he shows up also helping Boba
0: Fett.
3: When you think about it, there's no real reason for these two characters to actually
2: hate each like other. Each other. At least not
3: on, yeah, Not on Boba's part, at least. It's mostly just like, yeah, I was hired to capture you.
2: Han it's should like, be a little pissed, hard. I think. He's like, yeah. you didn't have to freeze me in fucking carbonite.
3: It's like, you kept running away. This is how you stop running away. <laughs>
2: He's like, okay, you, get, you did give me fair and straight. You're not <laughs> the asshole. Jabba's the asshole. You're cool, Exactly. Man. Thanks for not killing me. Actually, there's that. You didn't yeah. murder me. That, that
3: was like a rivalry for a while, I think, in the extended universe books. But even that, even that goes away after a while. Boba Fett is, by the end of his run in the books, is a heroic character.
2: Well, yeah, I think they're trying to do that, too. They're turning him into a heroic character now.
3: I think he, Doesn't he die of, like, Sarlacc pit cancer? Probably. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Depends on who you read.
0: <laughs> right.
3: Um do that thing like four times too. Like it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm.
0: I guess we'll have to wait and see. One um, day.
2: One more day. <laughs> one more one day more.
0: Yes. <laughs> um so we watched Good Omens. Uh, we good, We got through the first season. Uh you you watched it, Peter?
3: Oh yeah. I think I told you all about this before I moved, like it was a really good fucking show. No, I don't know.
0: Tom, you watched
1: yeah. it? I've already watched it when it first came out.
0: Oh nice. Okay, well we finally have watched it.
1: Uh, we're a little
2: behind. Season two is supposed to come out soon if I remember correctly.
0: It's yeah. currently in production, I believe. Yeah. Um I love David Tennant's Crowley's Sassy Walk.
2: You're just, like, looking at David Tennant's butt is what I'm getting from that answer there.
0: I never saw it. You never see his butt. What are you talking about?
2: Not his bare butt.
3: I will say, real quick, um, it is a really good show. It got a lot of the book, but it did still have to cut some stuff out. If y'all have an Audible account, much like the Sandman stuff, they have done Good Omens with the original TV cast coming in to do their roles. Nice. The whole thing so the, you get all the missing
2: like, bits the book is great yeah i like terry pratchett though and paired up with neil gaiman isn't isn't a bad thing honestly
0: yeah <laughs> yeah i uh i really liked all the wigs that they put on they put on david Tennant. The the wigs made me like really happy
2: <laughs> they were something special there were some great actors in it too, though. Like, I obviously, you know, David Tennant's in there, and then um, everything like that. But I was expected. I didn't know John Hamm was in it, so that caught me by surprise. Um, John Whitehall, who I love, Jack his- Whitehall. Jack Whitehall. I always, I think it actually is technically John Whitehall. I think mm, Jack's think so. just short.
3: Jack for it. is an alternate of John.
2: Like I said, I think it is just short. But Jack Whitehall's in it, and I love his stand-up, and he was great as the witch hunter in this. And I'm like, okay. Oh. All right, I'm with you.
0: Yeah. Um I
2: didn't like how they did the voice for death. It wasn't it didn't feel like reading capital letters. That was my only problem with it. Cuz that's really what it, that's what that's that's what it is. You're reading the capital letters in your head and it just didn't it didn't have the emphasis to me for of capital letters when he was speaking. Well, uh my rational, more Neil Pratt and, or, I
0: think my favorite Taylor. moment was when um as as zero fell accidentally steps into the circle and then you just see him go, Fuck
2: when The Angel saying Fuck is always funny <laughs> <All> right <laughs>
0: always so yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to season two. It's
3: a really good show and a really it good is. book, yeah, by a really good author. <laughs>
0: Um, In a
2: really good series of books.
0: All right. Uh, Next up, Marvel announced that they... I mean, not that it's a surprise giving Matt Murdock's... um...
2: Appearance in No Way Home.
0: Yeah, so they've announced that they are doing a new Daredevil series with him.
2: That will now coincide with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I guess.
3: Is that decanonizing the Netflix one? Because as far as I was aware, that was still part of it. I
0: think it's... Let me open this real quick because I don't remember if it said it was I Is don't think it I don't think it's decanonizing like,
3: the canon yet. what? I don't think any of those shows have been blatantly removed from the Canon yet. They all still occurred as far as I'm aware,
2: sort of yeah, yeah.
3: they were just such like low level shit you didn't ever see the Avengers dealing with it.
0: Um so it's exact the exact words in this article are. Uh, the series will start anew after ending last year and will follow on from two spin off narratives, Devil's Reign and Daredevil Woman Without Fear. The series sees multiple daredevils take to Hell's Kitchen, and with the mantle of Daredevil now more precarious than ever, the new series from Zadarsky and Chiquetto will see the return of Matt Murdock, Electra Nachios, and the iconic Marvel villain Kingpin.
3: Electra Nachios.
2: I guess I don't think I ever knew Electra's last name. Nachos. Electra Nachos. Can you
3: link that to me real quick, just to make sure...
0: It's in the show notes.
3: Okay.
2: That's from a a website I would trust.
0: I mean, I might have... It's not that. I might have pronounced it wrong.
3: No, no, no. I'm not saying you said the name wrong. He's checking the
2: comic book runs to see which ones those are actually ours to see if he wants to see this show.
3: Well, no, because It said "woman a, without fear." Yes, there is a currently like it just started recently a Daredevil comic where Elektra is now one of two Daredevils, and it's like are they just straight adapting a currently ongoing comic? That's apparently or what they're doing. Is this article just confusing and it's not about a TV show but it's about a comic?
1: <laughs> it says so Elektra blind. She was a blind, right? No, she's blind just trained
3: by the same people.
0: I, well, I believe it said it was a spin-off based on...
2: I, I, I don't know. Now we're doing our research in the show. All right.
1: <laughs> See, that's just weird, because I thought Daredevil was supposed to be blind, and that was the whole, like, to, you know... Well, he's so also... his,
3: they changed it for a while ago, because originally it was like, oh, he got blinded by some radioactive fluge or whatever. It's the
2: same goo that, it, it, like, in fact, made, made the... Out. It's in fact the same one that made the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
3: Sure, let's go with that.
2: It's the uh, it's the same moves. I swear to God.
3: But they they actually changed that a lot later to be that uh, because uh, Matt was trained by Stick, that's where he got more of his abilities. And since uh, Electra was actually the student that was trained before Matt, she's kind of on that same level.
2: It's true. Oh no. Um. Yeah. No. Apparently, this is just this is just about a comic, or is about the new comic runs.
3: Oh
0: well. Okay. It, I thought I was fucking crazy.
2: It's <laughs> a very poorly written article designed to get clicks because it definitely seems like the first part of the, uh, yeah, because the, the, literally the first sentence talks about Charlie Cox's revival as Mar- as uh, Matt Murdock in the Marvel Universe. And then goes, let's talk about comics, and buries the comics part of that like halfway through a sentence. And you're like, okay, okay. come on. guys." That's what I thought
3: because it, it – she had You were talking about it, and it's like, oh, from last year. It was like, well, Daredevil ended like three years ago, so that doesn't make any fucking sense. My bad. No Way Home was just like two months ago.
0: <laughs> like, I read stuff, I'm tired, and what do you want from me?
2: I thought it was interesting, but no, yeah. <laughs> no, apparently, it is just a... Uh, well, not just a, but it is comics instead of... Uh,
0: well, let's talk about something more dumb. Um, More dumb
2: (laughs) than that. There's a
0: couple fans that are trying to sue Universal because in the trailer for the movie yesterday, um, it showed uh, this actress, Anna Anna de Armas?
2: Anna de Armas, yeah.
0: Was um, supposed to be in it, and she was supposed to be the love interest for the main character. But apparently, when, when the final movie came out, they scrapped that whole storyline. So these fans are suing Universal because they paid basically $4 on Amazon Prime to see this movie, and this actress was nowhere to be found. So they're, they're filing a $5 million um, lawsuit on behalf of all the people that paid to see this movie for that actress who was not in it.
2: They're suing them for false advertising.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah for false advertising.
2: Yep. Because Which, they would not yeah. have rented the movie had they had Anna Dormus not been in it. Because they had just watched uh, No Time to Die, and she features heavily in that. And they're like, "Well, maybe she'll be in this one, and we'll get to see her do other stuff."
1: Well, is it maybe she was going to be in this one, or did they like
2: in, put the, her trailer, in the trailer? She does and... feature pretty prominently in the trailer. I'm going to give them that. Yeah. She does feature pretty prominently in the trailer, and then they cut her part completely, and she's not in the movie at all.
0: But they could have just wow. as easily like asked Amazon for a refund.
2: But yeah, now they want to sue him
0: for five million dollars
1: hmm.
0: for a four dollar rental.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's gonna go over well. But hey, you know, there is always a chance, especially in California.
3: Movie <laughs> <laughs> trailers have disclaimers that like this might not reflect the final product, but I am more curious as to why her part got cut.
0: Because when they screened it, um, it or tested it or whatever, the love story didn't test well. Um, so they decided to remove it from okay. the storyline.
3: Hmm. So essentially a lot of people really like this actress and were hoping to see more of her and then didn't and threw a fit. Got yeah. it.
2: You know, no, yeah, what they're saying is that the, the two leads of this movie, which are mostly known for indie projects weren't the the stu- they like this they were they claimed that the studio knew that they did not have the uh clout to uh pull the f- pull people. the movie to the uh forefront of people's minds so they put Anna Dharmas in there a bunch in the trailer cuz like hey it's a hat girl maybe they'll do that you know Anna Dormas she's great we everybody loves her
3: yeah that wouldn't surprise me actually <laughs> like i
2: said so that's why they are suing i still don't think they're going to win cuz there's been there's been stuff like this before but they're like it's a trailer it's it, the trailers trailer. don't
3: always reflect the final product there's like, a lot of things that get cut from trailers
2: and that's basically that there's there's one apparently there's one other case that's been brought uh that's of this nature it's back in 2011 that you guys remember the ryan Gossett movie drive
3: yeah i do not
2: well it was <laughs> like it was actually a really intense movie like with lots of drama and everything like that but the way they marketed it it kind of looked like another fast and the Furious. And so somebody tried to sue over that. They're like, "Well, I thought it was going to be a high intensity driving action movie just like Fast and the Furious, but I had to watch sit through long long bouts of interpersonal drama and growth and then also graphic violence." And it did have some pretty graphic violence.
3: It's amazing no one's trying to sue Disney over Encanto for the same thing because the trailer's really made it look like that was going to be like a globe-trotting adventure. Um, I, they never leave that town in Encanto. They, they never leave the house. No, really? yeah, they like the house a little.
2: The, they go down the road like fifteen feet. <coughs> I was also a little disappointed that I'm like, I'm like, it's this fucking room. What?
3: What? <laughs> or just parts of uh, Luisa's like song as well. Just like, no, sorry, you're not going to a weird tropical island. It all takes place in this
0: town
2: or in your. I mean, mind. it's a
0: weird tropical area. Mythical, um, yeah. whatever. <laughs> anyway,
2: I don't know. It was actually I really actually ended up liking that movie. So
0: oh, it's a really good movie.
2: <laughs> it's just I it is kind the movie.
3: of tough. I think there's still technically a. I don't know if they, this might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's still a trailer for Amazing Spider-Man 2 that had Mary Jane in it before they decided to cut apart.
2: Oh, yeah, like I said it happens all the time, so yeah. I don't think it's going to go anywhere, but it, it is kind of funny that they are actually fucking suing over it instead of just, "Can I have my money back because I didn't like this movie?" All
3: right.
2: They probably would have got their money back. I don't think they're gonna get the five million
0: <laughs> anyway, on to gaming news um <laughs> so Lucas games and respawn uh, entertainment um.
3: Amazing. Wonderful. They they are things,
2: (laughs) yes.
0: Uh, They're working on Star Wars, yes. Yeah, because I was going to say announced, but I was like, I don't think announced is the word that I'm looking for. But anyway, so we already kind of knew that the Jedi Fallen Order sequel um, has been in the works, but they are also working on a Star Wars FPS and a Star Wars um, strategy type game that uh, is out there in the ether now so that was i mean
3: did it it say strategy type game uh i
0: can't i couldn't remember if it said rts um
3: i mean there's been some really solid star wars rts's already
0: yeah i can't i can't remember if it said it was an rts or what
2: Looking at currently untitled star wars first person shooter
0: and yeah it just says strategy game
2: yeah it just says strategy game yeah
0: it's um the studio will also be making a currently untitled Star Wars first person shooter and is partnering with Bit Reactor a recently announced team founded by former developers from XCOM studio for access games on a strategy game <laughs> that is yeah a strategy so, yes.
3: game unfortunately can mean quite a bit
2: so yes and that's Tom that's your nightmare because they literally did not even announce a game they just announced maybe announcing that yeah, I think we're going to work on a game
0: no, they, yeah. they, they're working on it. They just, they're just stuff that's in the works right now.
1: So we have three new Star Wars titles. Just wait, for well,
0: them. From, just wait for Well, from Lucas Games and Respawn, because there's also that game, Eclipse, that was, they just teased. But I don't think that's by Respawn. I think that's being done by a different It is. Yeah, a different company.
2: Um, there's a lot of Star Wars games coming up, but that Fallen Order was fantastic.
1: I like oh, how this great. article literally says, other than that, there are few details on any of the games, including any information on when they may be released or on what platform.
3: <laughs> I mean, at this point, you can hardly blame Respawn. There are a lot of articles like we, we literally just fell victim to a clickbait article, and that is definitely what this is. <laughs> oh, hey, there's three new Star Wars games in the work. Oh, cool. you going to tell me what they are? No, no. There's just three of them in the works. No. Could be like a decade before they release. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what, guys? Whatever. So. Like, um, I'm not saying like I'm not happy,
3: but I'm just saying, look, damn they're, you.
1: They're I'm not quote.
3: like mad like Tom gets at this kind of stuff, but it's just, it, it, I'm more mad that the article is trying to pretend to be more than it is.
1: Yeah. I mean, the well, quote, I mean, this from the Respawn founder was We are huge fans of Star Wars here at Respawn. We're thrilled to work with Lucas Games on a new title that we've wanted to make for years. How long will it take to make that game?
0: (laughs) I mean, this isn't the article that I heard this from. Um, This was uh, just found an article to put on the show notes so that you guys could kind of take a look at what I was talking about. Um, But I just... I know everyone here likes Star Wars, and I just wanted to... Well, I'm
3: not not excited. Respawn made a really fucking good Star Wars game, so I'm excited, but I, I can't be very excited considering we really don't know what these are going to be
0: Look, a strategy game
3: very from like world of warcraft
0: of making the notes we hadn't got the big (laughs) announcement that we're going to talk about here in a few minutes so i was just trying to pad something so we had something to talk about okay guys god she wanted
2: you to be prepared
0: uh, so happy yeah. February, uh, which means we get free games if you are an Xbox uh, Games with Gold member or a PlayStation Plus member. Uh, so Xbox Games with Gold for February, um, from available from February first to February twenty eighth. Uh, Broken Sword Five: The Serpent's Curse, uh, available from February sixteenth to March fifteenth. Uh, Aerial Knights Never Yield. Uh, from February 1st to February 15th, Hydrophobia. And from February 16th to the 28th, A Band of Bugs. I'm not familiar with any of these games.
2: I mean, I'm, I know I'm not familiar with a lot of the games with gold, but that one's, I have not even heard of any of those.
0: No.
2: I haven't heard of the Broken Sword series.
0: Samesies.
2: And there's apparently five of them at least. <laughs> right? There's a few of those fuckers. There's, like... there's at least a couple and I've never heard of any of them. That makes, makes, honestly, that makes me a little sad. I'm like, I, I feel like if, but again, they are giving it away for free. So,
0: I mean, yeah. if you're a Game Pass member, I'm pretty sure a bunch of Call of Duties um, just came to Game Pass and, like, dishonored and stuff. So there's that.
2: Well, yeah. The PlayStation Plus ones look a lot better.
0: And then, uh, yeah, on PlayStation Plus for February, um, we've got EA Sports UFC 4, uh, Planet Coaster Console Edition, and Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, a Wonderland's One-Shot Adventure, which is already set to download on my console so that I can check that out before (laughs) Wonderland's officially launches in uh, next month, actually. Actually,
2: they they did a really good job with their timing on that one. It's like, hey... Get a little preview so that you know that you want to buy our game that's coming out next <laughs> month.
0: Yeah, I, I believe um, that was already on Game Pass, but I might be wrong. I'm
2: going to try it out. Actually, I, I kind of don't know if really like Planet Coaster. I loved Roller Coaster Tycoon.
0: Well, then I guess I'll download it for you.
2: because I don't know if I love so Roller nice. Coaster Tycoon. I love blowing up roller coasters in Roller Coaster <laughs> Tycoon. <laughs> Yeah. I, I don't know if that counts as much.
0: Well, onto like making people
1: sick.
2: You just like making Make them sick. People... Oh, you just like the, the ride's too and way too intense.
1: Way too intense. So when they get off. You just see everybody just going, Ugh! and then you have to buy like fifty janitors just to clean up the mess.
2: <laughs> what I always loved was really getting them like to enjoy a ride that I've designed that I can adjust it at some point in time mid ride and just launch them right into the next park. Because <laughs> if you get them into the park next door. It actually lowers their rating and not yours because the guests (laughs) died in their park. What the fuck?
0: You would. Uh, It's a good
2: way to skip a lot of the goals. I'm just saying.
0: On to the big news of the weekend. Uh, Sony bought Bungie.
2: Didn't we just talk about a giant company buying another company and we still Uh couldn't really make sense of it? Oh, wait, it happened again.
0: It did. Um, except th- everything that I've seen from the Sony announcement is they don't plan on making anything. Bungie plans on releasing console exclusive. They want everyone to still be able to play their games uh, and everything. Na- I mean, namely Destiny, that's that's the big one and it's been multi-platform and they don't want to cut anyone off. Um, this was only, I think, a... Was a six billion dollar deal?
2: I think three
0: point six. Three point six. <laughs> this this is a, a weird note, so I'm not sure. I was like three to six billion what? Um, but th- yeah, three point six bill sounds sounds right. It's not on there because I added it on last minute. But uh, yeah, I just thought that that was like the big shock. I don't know if it was so much a shocker, but I was just like. Oh, okay. So the thing that we've been talking about now for two two episodes about like Microsoft and Sony just buying a bunch of companies is like now coming to fruition. <laughs> Thoughts, opinions?
2: Oh, I have no opinions. No, opinion. no. Um. I honestly, this one doesn't really make a lot of sense. Bungie's really only got the one game. I mean, again, okay. it's a huge, massive game that a lot of people play. But I don't know why Bungie would sell out, is really what it is. I mean, like, $3.6 is a lot of money, yes. Agreed. But I don't know one why dude. they'd sell out. They already like, They already severed a relationship with Microsoft because they didn't like being beholden to a big company and not being able to do what they want.
3: I don't kind of know, maybe Sony's less restrictive
0: with. how they look like Games. They weren't owned by Microsoft. weren't I thought they were owned by Activision, cause it was.
3: Bungie.
2: No, Bungie was owned by Mike My... They were the original. No, they, they were owned by Activision. They owned by Activision.
3: Yeah, Bungie wasn't never owned by Microsoft. My... They worked with Microsoft for Halo. I guess Microsoft they just... paid for Halo's exclusivity and bought the rights of Halo. I guess that is what it was. Yeah, bailed out after Halo. Reach was Reach the last one. Reach. Yeah 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 so they they left after that and then they went they got purchased by activision blizzard and now we know why they were absolutely desperate to get the fuck away from activision blizzard
0: yeah so i mean they're still basically um i believe it it was phrased like they're an independent it's
3: most likely just like they they got purchased by Sony as a way to protect themselves from being purchased by Microsoft.
1: We're
0: doing really good this episode, guys.
1: So so Bungie was its own independent studio working with Activision Blizzard under their name. And then once Activision Blizzard got purchased, Bungie said, fuck it. And then went to Sony and was like, Hey, you want to buy us?
3: Not quite. (laughs) So Bungie did get, was owned by Activision for a time. They it, bought so, themselves out and kept the destiny license uh, okay yeah um, microsoft
0: no so what it, microsoft acquired the studio in june of 2000 securing its then upcoming shooter halo as an exclusive title for the original xbox's 2001 launch bungie okay. would regain its independence shortly after the launch of halo 3 in october of 2007 it produced two more exclusive halo games for the company halo 3 odst and halo reach before signing a 10-year deal with activision that would lead to the creation of the destiny franchise um
3: i think they were
2: owned by microsoft at one point
3: okay yeah i guess it was it, it was a, for a very brief amount of time but six years comparatively man, it's not very long
0: <laughs> yeah but under uh, so sony has said that bungie will remain a multi-platform studio with the option to self-publish and reach players wherever they choose to play yeah is the official quote
2: Yeah, yeah, they just want to give them some
3: resources. Yeah, it just sounds like they're trying to protect the company here.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Honestly, Bungie probably is like, hey, can you buy us just so Microsoft can't?
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Especially for how low it is and how big of a game Destiny is.
2: $3.6 billion with a B is a lot of fucking money. Yeah, but yeah. if it was three point six million dollars, that would makes wouldn't make any sense. Yeah,
0: I guess. I guess 3. compared
2: billion is a lot.
0: I, I guess I mean Peter's referencing the fact that the Microsoft acquisition of Activision was seventy billion. Three point six is kind of on the lower scale.
2: Yeah, but they have a, also have a lot more people and games and market share. Yeah. Than and then Bungie does by itself.
0: Didn't you mention that um, the FTC is currently investigating that or looking into that acquisition?
2: Oh yeah, they want to make sure that they're not going to be a monopoly, and so I guess that hopefully that means that they're going to basically legally say that Microsoft can't make all of those titles Xbox exclusives. Be a little funny. <laughs>
0: hey,
2: so you can't do that. Say this is not the first time the FTC is uh, investigating Microsoft for being a monopoly. All right, so
0: all Sony has to do now is buy Ubisoft, and I think it'd be even.
2: They're right there, <laughs> neck and neck.
3: I think I would prefer it honestly if they if if, if Sony got Ubisoft. Just kind of was like oh, over Microsoft, yeah. Like, oh, shit, Sony's- I feel like Microsoft would just make them massively increase the amount of microtransactions in single player games.
2: I don't think Sony would help a lot with that either, but. Uh, Who everybody likes microtransactions except for the people paying for the microtransactions, but they still get them because they're addicted to them uh, hopelessly because the games are true.
3: But how many Sony exclusive games can you think of that are single player only that have microtransactions?
2: Like I said, there's not a lot.
0: No, I can't think of studios. I can't think of any.
3: Exactly, none of them do. So we would not see any more. Hey, buy this twenty dollar experience booster for Assassin's Creed Valhalla.
0: No, no, don't you want to buy the $10 Meowsta Chief skin?
2: Well, I think they uh, just recently lowered the price on that.
0: Oh Thank boy.
2: Hey, <laughs> once I can start earning the in-game currency in-game, then I'll yeah. come back and play again.
0: That's how they were able to uh, acquire Activision.
2: <laughs> you know what? I'm telling you. A lot of people <laughs> bought those cat-ear fucking helmets.
0: Uh, Maybe not
2: $70 billion dollars worth,
3: but quite a few. Let's be perfectly honest. If Stephanie was playing that game, she would have bought them.
0: Not for ten dollars. Maybe for like three dollars. She would have bought them. It. It's a three-dollar purchase to me.
2: If it came with a gun that also had a cat on it, maybe. But the gun, only hey, only the gun, instead of bullet sounds, it made meow noises. Yes.
0: <laughs> then I would pay ten dollars. Okay. If there
2: was if there was like a death animation that yeah, it makes meow noises or something like that. Yeah, that meow, would. Meow.
0: Well, because well, because you can have your
2: you can have your animation like that's one of the things you can buy uh, is that when you shoot somebody they like they disappear like you shot them with a uh, um yeah I forgot the name of the uh, weird robot dudes from Halo Four Promethean weapons it's there Promethean Uh-oh. it looks like you shot him with a Promethean weapon and they disappear if you did that like but if you shot him and like their head exploded like a grunt and you go it goes meow I'd buy that. I'd pay $15 for that, honestly. <laughs>
0: um, and then speaking of random animals, uh, Pokemon Arceus did come out. Peter, did you have a chance to play it?
3: I've played it a little bit, but I would rather wait to talk about that until other people have, so I can get a, a lot of opinions and not just me
0: talking about it. All right, then we'll shelf <laughs> that for now and uh, move on to a segment. Se- se- segment.
2: I do have a quick question for Peter. Go for it. If I haven't played a Pokemon game since uh, Pokemon Red, um, can I just jump right into
3: this one? Yes. You'll probably have an easier time with it, actually, because oh. it's a completely different type of game.
2: Yeah,
0: it doesn't play like a traditional Pokemon.
2: Oh, is that what this one is? Okay, I actually hadn't even heard of this one, and then you told me it came out. I'm like, when the f- didn't one just fucking come out?
0: So, without getting too much into um, the game itself... Um, okay. So basically, it seems like what's going to happen here on out is that there's going to be two different types of Pokemon games in the main entries. You're going to have the the traditional Pokemon um, where it, it, you know, like Diamond, Pearl... Ruby, Sapphire, green, pink, purple, whatever the hell they're going to call it. And then you're going to have the Pokemon Legends series, um, which is what is this is, the Pokemon Legends Arceus, that plays more like um, like a single-player Pokemon Go-style adventure. Like, Does that sound like a good description, Peter?
1: Like Skyrim with Pokemon? Not
3: the Pokemon Go part, but... Um it's more like you're like a zoologist almost <laughs> you're it it has such a lack of focus on combat you're entirely just studying the pokemon
2: you're really just supposed to catch them all
3: yeah you are not a trainer you're just you're someone studying pokemon you're like a professor oak type
0: yeah that's why I say kind of let, like pokemon go where it's more about like going around and collecting pokemon as opposed to
1: no, I think there's, like, no combat whatsoever, pretty much.
3: No, there's there's still combat, but it, it, it's much less of... Because, so, Pokemon Go, I don't know if you've played it recently, but it does no. have much more of a focus on combat now.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, I, have, yeah. I haven't I have played Pokemon Go in, like, three years.
3: Yeah. Since so, December, while there still Pokemon is, Go. like, Pokemon battles in uh, this game, it, it's much, much less frequently. There's no longer random encounters. They did away with that in time. Uh, you aren't gonna run into random enemy trainers while you're trying to get to the next gym. There's no gyms. There's no Pokemon League. You are not a Pokemon trainer. The scripted battles you can always see coming. Um, like the, 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 there's you. Every time you go to a new area, you have to like move yourself to the warden of that area by beating them in a battle. It's usually easy as shit. Uh, <laughs> and then you you kind of have the option to fight the big Pokemon there. But you don't have to at all. You you can just throw the random, like, sedative thing that they give you at it. The game will always tell you, hey, you should pick a Pokemon and fight this thing. And I've ignored it every time with no comment. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> so you don't have to fight at all. Interesting. No. All right. I mean, like I said, there's a few scripted ones that you have to do. But for the most part, not really.
2: Yeah.
1: Actually, that sounds kind so of No, you boring. are
3: going to catch, like, at least 20 of each Pokemon to try and fill up the fucking Pokedex entries. <laughs> so yeah. it's one
2: of those. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It still sounds kind of fun. At least you get to explore a little bit.
3: Though so I think currently I have like at least a two hundred of each type of Pokeball. Uh, I don't think you're allowed These to hold that many. You, uh, it doesn't do a fucking. I, I, it's, I know
2: yeah. it's <laughs> a joke,
3: but it's like
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're, you're gonna put some of those back in storage, bro.
3: Well, so, no. Uh, so you, your Pokemon, you're still capped at six at a time. And it isn't explained at all why. It's just like, I think you can only carry like six at a time, but I'm not sure. Like, that's the only explanation you get for it. It's
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all that'll fit in your pockets, bro. Yeah. They don't make belts yeah. with more with more uh, with more slots. They only come with six because that's no, official. All
0: right.
1: You gotta make sure that you hold them in the front. All right.
0: Yeah. Uh, so this brings us to a segment we like to call extra bits. Extra bits. Um. Yeah.
2: I just got extra bits. I just got the regular amount.
0: So, um...
3: <laughs> y'all, y'all make this exact same joke.
0: Did uh, you, you notice that I was trying to skip it and they just... You tried real hard. Uh, okay, so... Um, know, uh, I was up, holding it. Up first, it uh, I've got uh, an interesting one. So, in honor of Disneyland Paris's 30th anniversary <laughs> in combination with um women's history month
2: international women's month.
0: International women's month in March, uh Stella McCartney has designed a new outfit for Minnie Mouse uh which is a cute little uh, navy blue pantsuit. suit um <laughs> Which I I really I think it's super cute, um, and it's just in addition in addition to her her wardrobe and um, and everything. Uh, well, apparently Disney fans and the right wing crazy people have lost their fucking minds over this. Um,
2: yeah, that, that Minnie's in a pantsuit, yeah,
0: yeah. Like Candace Owens went on Fox News and was all like this is tearing apart the fabrics of society. And you know, they just want you to look at this instead of focusing on the fact that it costs $30 to buy a piece of bacon. And I was like, what? Uh, Another person was like freaking out because they're like, oh, they just made her look like Hillary Clinton. And I'm like, what? Where, she's a cartoon mouse why are we freaking out well, we're giving
2: um, a little too much power to this cartoon mouse
0: yeah and then there was like a couple people that like came on and were like I- i'm unsure how this is tearing the fabric of society when like it the mouse has worn pants and like they posted like a bunch of pictures of different points in time when Minnie mouse has in fact worn pants uh and the funny thing that i that I really think about this is, like, because someone commented about, like, it's a hundred-year-old character, and how dare you put her in pants? And it's, like, so you're totally fine with when they brought back the retro mini who had no top. So topless Minnie Mouse is fine, but a pants-wearing Minnie Mouse is going to break break everything. And I didn't realize that, you know, we were going back to the time. I, I guess I'm not supposed to wear pants. I'm supposed to wear... Victorian style dresses and not show my ankles or my neck, so I apologize. I, I must be to- showing too much skin in uh, this video. Um, but to couple with that, there was a George Takei tweet that uh, was hilarious because I love George Takei, and it his tweet is as uh, follows. Uh, I want to see pantsuit mini go on a date with the green M M&M and M in sensible flats, just to see Tucker Carlson lose the last of his san- sanity on air.
2: Because yeah, everybody freaked out. Apparently, they changed the M and Ms too.
0: Yeah, they. So they didn't yeah, even check it.
3: they just announced the green one was a lesbian.
2: No, 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 no. They changed her. She's not wearing stilettos anymore. She's wearing a pair of sensible high heels.
3: Got
2: it. And, and, and now that. apparently the orange one will be ex- uh, will be. Uh, um i guess acknowledging his uh issues with anxiety so that they can all be more inclusive to each other
3: so it just sounds like a good friend group I don't understand what the problem again, is. Just just, uh,
2: they they uh, apparently people freaked out because they're like they're trying to make well uh, uh in a message of inclusivity the m and ms are go- we're going to be changing the characterizations of our anthropomorphic m and ms
0: yeah but the thing the thing that I thought was funny about it was just you know that them freaking out about this and to me it's like the especially the news cycle i mean 24 hour news is a problem anyway because that's how these things get out of hand is because they have nothing else to talk about and it's like you do realize that if you didn't talk about it and make a big deal of it like it's
3: it wouldn't be a thing (laughs) no one would give a shit now this might be her only design. And I will say I looked at it. I actually like it. I hope it is her only design ever. Well, it's not
0: like they, they said it it's, it's No, no, I, in I understand that's what they said.
3: I'm saying they should spite it and make this her only design. I
2: don't know. Yeah. I mean if
0: you years. go if you go to the um
3: <laughs> I wouldn't be able to go away from the red and white polka dots.
2: I'm like she's always going to come back to the red and white polka dots. Come on.
0: If you go to the link that I'll, it's going to be in the the show notes and everything. Um and you scroll down, like, it actually shows there's several pictures of different times she's worn different outfits and pants and shorts. And I'm like, I don't understand why this particular.
2: She, heck, she was in a gi in one of them. She's kicking some ass, playing, doing some karate.
0: But whatever. Um, and then my last bit for this week is a shout out to my Supernatural fans. So uh, Richard Spate Jr. and Rob Benedict are hosting a podcast called Supernatural Then and Now, available on all of your favorite podcasting apps. Um, And they're basically doing a rewatch of the show starting with the pilot, and they're bringing on uh, different people from the cast and crew to talk about uh, the episodes and go into deep dives. And um, you all know that I'm a pretty huge Supernatural fan. And I'm actually learning things that I didn't know and hearing stories I've never heard before.
2: Um, We're is saying
0: something. Yeah, because I am pretty obsessed. Um, don't worry, Tom. I already let your girlfriend know, or fi- sorry, fiance, know about the show. And she's pretty excited, too. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, guess if that-
3: you Huh? I guess that's joining the small army of other shows that have already done that.
2: But they're actually having it's two of the main actors from the show, and then they're bringing other people in from the show to do that one. That's that's
3: absolutely a thing that other shows have
2: done. I'm not saying it's a novel idea, but it's a neat one. It's good. There you go. If you like the show, there you go. Check it out.
3: just like, wow, there's been a lot of those that have started. Yeah. uh,
0: I mean, there's that one. um, There's the. um,
2: It's a lot cheaper not to make real new content. A uh, a
0: civilized. A more civilized age, um, which is. Uh, they're going through the clone. They're going through specifically the Clone Wars, but they started with uh, Star Wars Episode One, um, and that show is also if you're a Star Wars fan, clone, like specifically Clone Wars fan, that's definitely a good listen. They're friggin' hilarious. Um, so that's uh are okay. should I mean, listen to. Yeah.
2: You should listen
3: to us. I just there there have been a lot of those types of shows that have started recently, and I'm not against any of them. It essentially. You well, just have a lot the- of commentary for TV shows no, It it does then.
2: seem like a new trend that that's getting around.
3: Happening. Yeah, cuz they've had The Office had started doing it. They have it for um Avatar the Last Airbender. They've got it for Always oh, Sunny in Philadelphia.
0: Well, a lot of it started because everyone was, you know, in lockdown and had nothing <laughs> better to do, so.
2: <laughs> oh no, it makes a lot of sense. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, cuz they do have the it's Always Sunny podcast now too with with the three guys with the three main guys, right? Yeah. All three of them. Actually, I should listen to that. It's,
3: it's really fun. good. Uh, they they topped, like, Audible for a while, or was it uh, Spotify uh, for podcast? and they outdid, I think, Joe Rogan's show. Oh, shit. It. Like, <laughs>
2: there are a lot of It's Always Sunny fans out there.
3: There's a lot of them, yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched this newest season. It's pretty good. It's real short, but it's really good.
0: Peter, you're up.
3: They released the dice game from Assassin's Creed Valhalla for an actual like physical release. It's called Orlog. It's a lot of fun. You might have hated that actual game, but the dice game is.
0: Is it is it like Gwen in The Witcher?
3: No, because Gwen's. A-
0: no, but I mean, it <laughs> it was it a game that you played in yeah, the game. It was game? a
3: fully playable game in the game. It was a game within a game. All that. Um, no, it was a random dice game they in introduced you to early on, and there's always. A new player in every new settlement you get into. It was really popular. They started it as a Kickstarter. It did way better than they thought they would, so they just put it up for sale on the Ubisoft website. Nice. Tomas! Left, so that's.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mine are pretty easy. Uh, one is just a clip of a successful one night stand. The most successful. And then I have two other clips about. Uh, Steven Seagal, I went down a rabbit hole and found a Steven Seagal rabbit holes. Oh, Jesus.
2: You went down a Steven Seagal rabbit hole? That's not good. Yeah. 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 That's
3: a dangerous one, I
1: imagine. It was it was pretty funny, because, you know, Steven Seagal, back in the day, was like, you know, that a heavy, cool combat star, you know? He was just skinny, and he was like, oh, yeah, I know Aikido, or whatever the fuck he does, where you just basically topple somebody over with their own weight or some crap, which is bullshit. It's a bullshit martial arts bullshit. But I ended up watching a lot of his stuff and it was hilarious. And then I think I saw his most recent movie and he has to be like 300 pounds. Oh, he's (laughs) huge. And he's literally like, he's supposed to be holding like a rifle instead of having the butt of the gun like up on his shoulder. It's like up here, near his ear. And he's just like this. (laughs) And like the whole movie, you don't watch him like walk more than like 10 feet. He's supposed, to, he's supposed to be like, like
2: an actual law enforcement <laughs> officer now, too.
1: Yeah, and hmm. it, it's—he's an actual law enforcement officer. Yeah, like in real life. Like in real life. Yes. Like
2: in America.
1: Yeah, and I don't know how he even passed the physical exam half the time. He, he <laughs> has early. gotten enormous. And then one of the uh, clips that I sent on there was uh, South Park making fun of him. Oh I God, was like that's great. <laughs> They're like oh, yeah. mean. I do. It was. I mean, it was South good. Park. So, yeah, those are my bits
2: uh, I, I like your bits uh, Zachary uh, I guess I think she only put one of the notes I, uh, there we go uh, Mandalorian has a new Lego set they're doing a Lego set based on the Mandalorian and it's the hallway scene with Luke fucking up the dark troopers and you can now buy that as a Lego set and I only say that one because I'm like okay that actually does look kind of cool you can actually kind of display that one but two, why the fuck don't we have one from Rogue One with Darth Vader fucking up some rebel soldiers in a hallway? <laughs> I'm just saying. Now I'm a this morning. You could have done a hall, an epic hallway scene? Where's Darth? But then the other one is... I think we talked about a bit about the controversy when it originally showed up that uh, they did a new Lego set with Boba Fett's Starship, which is generally called the Slave One. Yeah. But they changed the name of it to Fire Spray Starship. Yeah. <laughs> Which they also did. They did not call it Slave One in the Book of Boba Fett. No. He kept as he kept just saying that he needed to get his fire spray away from Jabba's palace. And I mean, like, I sort of get it, but I also like I don't really get it that just it's just the name of the ship is Slave One. Yeah. He wasn't actually keeping slaves in that thing. He was taking bounties. That's a much different thing. Those people, those are those are bad people that need to be brought in. Not just people.
0: I don't know. Boo-boo. But anyway, so,
2: uh, but now apparently due to, partly due to that controversy and partly due to other factors, it's at an all low pri- all-time low price. You can get it for like 30 bucks right now. You can get a fucking slave one for like 30 bucks, which is way cheaper than I've ever seen it before. <laughs> and I'm thinking about buying some Legos. But I know I don't need it and I shouldn't spend the money.
0: Do it.
3: I'm, I'm looking into one right now. I'm actually. telling you. Walmart and
2: Amazon, apparently. So everybody knows Walmart and Amazon.
3: Wait until uh, well, we get
2: ours before you buy yours.
0: Go do it right now. What are you doing? I'm not
2: buying it. It costs money. I don't need it.
0: Uh, I mean, it's
3: me dollars
0: You get Mando and Boba. You get Mando and Boba.
3: I'm just... I, I didn't say it wasn't a good deal. I just said I don't need it.
0: Get it before it goes back up.
2: I just said I wanted it.
0: And with that, a new 8-Bit Cat Show will be out next Friday, uh, as long as nothing goes horribly wrong. Uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, You can support us on Patreon. We appreciate any support you can throw our way. Uh, You can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram, where you can see lots of pictures of the Meow Meow's. Until next time, geek out, be fabulous, and have fun. Bye.
1: Someone's selling the Slave 1 for $650 already.
0: Yeah, that was
3: like the first one on the Amazon list. But if you just scroll down a little, there's like the $30 and $40 ones. Hey, so the 8-Bit Cat Show is not just about cats. It's also about a bunch of nerdy shit that we're talking about all the time. So please support us on Patreon so that we can get an actual cat.